This is Future Talk. Future Talk. Future Talk with Omnial Saleh and Hany Balkis. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Future Talk right here on Pulse 95. I want to give a very, very big happy Thursday <laughs> to everyone across the UAE tuning in. This we is all know. the last month we get to say this. Yes, the last month we get to say happy Thursday. Soon enough we'll be saying happy Friday and we <laughs> might be playing Rebecca Black. <laughs> it's Friday, Friday, gotta get down on Friday. Oh my God. Do you remember that song? Oh, I remember, Rebecca of course. Rebecca Black, yes. But ladies and gentlemen, in the tech news today, we got a lot coming for y'all. Don't we, Omnia? Yes, indeed. We are going to be talking all about the Neuralink. It has actually not made headlines for quite some time, but Elon Musk has decided to update the world that he's going to be testing the Neuralink on human brains very soon. However, as soon as it feels like to us, because it's going to be happening in 2022, he feels like he is way behind schedule. Why is that? And how is he going to be testing it on human beings? We are going to be sharing all those details in just a few moments. Yes, and we got some Metaverse news hitting the headlines as, you know, Metaverse could let the Silicon Valley track your facial expressions, blood pressure, and your breathing rates, which will show exactly why our internet laws do need very big updating with the metaverse trying to make it as much as real life as possible but at what cost could our privacy be the cost of living a different life <laughs> in the metaverse it feels like facebook escaped all lawsuits by simply going for the metaverse but that's definitely not going to be something that we are going to let slide by in the world of apps we're talking all about whatsapp because they have officially launched new features that will allow users to set all the chats to disappear by default so if you're that type of person who doesn't like to have chats on whatsapp remaining so that no one can have access to your conversations you are going to be loving this new feature. Yes, and when we're talking about our apps all around the world, we're talking about how Instagram has unveiled a new teenager safety tool before a U.S. Senate hearing. Now, we do know in the United States, a lot of, you know, um, activists are talking about how there's not a lot of, you know, safety tools when it does come to, come to Instagram. And, you know, our teenagers are exposed to all the toxic things that happen on Instagram. But ladies and gentlemen, Instagram has combated those claims with new safety tools, and we will be talking all about them in just a bit. But we do want to take a short break, and when we come back, we're talking all about Elon Musk, or as I like to call him, The <laughs> Musk. But we're going to leave you with All I Am by Jess Glynn. Daily Digital News. Bits and bytes connect our world. Bits and bytes do connect our world. Ladies and gentlemen, before the break, we asked you guys to text in your thoughts. And we got a very special shout out to <laughs> Maida Zaroni and his little sister. He just picked her up from school and they're going all the way home listening to the one and only place feature talk right here on Pulse 95. Big shout out to Maida and his little sister. But today, ladies and gentlemen, we got big news. We're talking about Elon Musk and how he said the Neuralink does hope to start implanting its brain chips in humans by the year 2022, which is a little bit later than he anticipated. <laughs> yes, indeed. But even though he feels like he is late on his own timeline, I feel like us 
fellow humans who are listening to this news feel like, you know what, take as much time as you need because the longer he takes, the more it's being tested, which means the safer it's going to be to be placed into human brains. But let's talk a little bit about who are going to be the first candidates to get to test the Neuralink. A lot of us tend to think, you know, the Neuralink is kind of like a fragment of science fiction coming to life. It's going to give us these superhuman capabilities. But in reality, Elon Musk is planning to test this chip on people with severe spinal cord injuries. Now, he has previously given earlier timeframes for the Neuralink and when it's going to be placed in actual human brains. However, that timeline has kind of been pushed back due to the COVID-19 pandemic and issues with testing the Neuralink. His hope is that this chip, once it's implanted into people's brains, it will able to simultaneously record and stimulate brain activity, which means when you place it into people who have spinal cord injuries or even neurological disorders, it will be able to kind of restart that area of the brain that you know, lost control of the limbs, for example, and give those people back feeling in their limbs and control and movement in those body parts, which, I mean, it sounds fantastic. It sounds life-changing, but the question is, what's going to be the cost of it? What are the side effects that people are going to have to go through by using such a chip? Yes, and again, I do believe that Elon Musk uh, wouldn't just put it out in the world for humans to be tested on without him knowing that, you know, there wouldn't be very severe, you know, side effects. But mm-hmm. during a live stream that was interviewed, uh, you know, at the Wall Street Journal CEO Council Summit just on Monday, Elon Musk was asked what Neuralink did plan to do in 2022. And Musk did reply with Neuralink's working well in monkeys and we're actually doing just a lot of testing and just confirming that it's very safe and reliable and the Neuralink device can can be removed safely. He then did add on top of that that we do hope to have this in our first humans, which will be people that do have severe spinal cord injuries like tetraplegics uh, and quadriplegics. Uh, quadriplegics, uh, yes. Yeah. And, you know, that will be ten uh, next year pending FDA approval. And he also did say that Neuralink standards for implement implanting the device are substantially higher than what the FDA does require. So they do need to go through the FDA approval, whether or not, you know, the Federal Drug Association, whether or not they will accept, you know, going so deep inside of the brain. Mm -hmm. But I do believe uh, Musk can get it, you know, situated out. Absolutely. Now, looking at it, he did also add that a lot of the progress that he was hoping for is definitely going to be accelerated once they place it into a human brain. Because no matter how similar monkeys or even gorillas are to the way our brain kind of works, there's still some differences that can only be witnessed when humans can actually test it out for themselves. He also did say that he had hopes to start testing this out in the year 2020, but because of the pandemic, things have definitely been pushed down. However, he does have very high hopes to how this device will be life-changing for quadriplegics uh, who have lost feeling in their limbs or have suffered from serious car accidents that have caused full or partial paralysis of the arms and legs. We do know that Neuralink is not the only company developing brain interface technology, which 
to some people may sound like why why is that good news it's good news because the fact that a lot of people are working on a similar invention means that it could potentially work and there is hope for it making progress for these people this is crazy how innovative healthcare has become nowadays yes uh, healthcare has become very innovative and we are looking at you know not just ai machine learning and you know technology being implemented in our daily lives but also in our brains so cyborgs have has become the new normal (laughs) cyborgs has become the new new normal and of course none other than elon musk the musk himself to kickstart this type of thing so i'm really excited to see in the future what we can do it is you know speculated that Neuralink can also you know um, be a solution for alzheimer's you know for people with parkinson's disease all of these you know um, these brain diseases that Elon Musk thinks that he could cure. Now, ladies and gentlemen, I want to know your guys' thoughts. 4215. And only I did ask a very important question before we went into the story. At what price? What do you want? Right? And that's mm-hmm. why we have the song for you by Adam Lambert. <laughs> what do you want from me, Elon Musk? At what price am I oh sticking God. a chip in my brain? Daily Digital News. Bits and bytes connect our world. Did you know that the upcoming social media platforms will know very specific details about you? Your facial expressions, your blood pressure, your heart rate, your breathing rate. You may ask why and how would they get access to that? Well, maybe the Instagram, Facebook and WhatsApp, even Twitter that we know today may not have access to this. But the new metaverse where you're basically one with the social media content that you're watching will definitely get access to all of this metaverse is the new facebook instagram and whatsapp and you know what i feel like they are going to get access to a lot more than what facebook had access to because mark zuckerberg had that in his mind all along and this is exactly why our internet laws need to be updated yes now we do know the metaverse is supposedly coming which does mean you know it needs the same thing that many say Social media has regulation, and that's especially pressing since problems created by social media will likely be amplified in this futuristic virtual landscape and could drum up issues that are even more monumental if left unchecked. Now, we do know the metaverse is the next big thing, and a lot of experts do speculate that the metaverse will be the new social media and will take over social media. And, you know, I don't know if you've seen the movie, Omnia, mm. Ready Player One. No. Ready Player One mm. speculates the same exact thing. You know, you have a VR, you jump into a virtual world, you're with people all over the world, and you mm. guys have, you know, different aliases, mm-hmm. and you guys are your own characters, and it's a very interactive, you know, type of game. Mm. And you feel the same way you feel in real life, and that is probably why... You know, uh, the metaverse would want to know your blood pressure, you know, your height, your weight, all of these things, all these logistics. So it could give you a real life, real time experience. Now, so far, we're looking at how just recently Mm. a pair was married in the metaverse. They got married in the metaverse. There is a metaverse right now going on called Decentraland. This is for real. This is for real. They got married in the metaverse. It's the first of its kind. And right now, as Facebook hasn't really embarked on the journey kicked off and made it public there's already two metaverses that are alive and well and doing really good one of them being the sandbox and the second one being decentraland now a property on decentraland was sold for 2.4 million dollars a couple of days ago 
solely from NFTs. So we're looking at how not only is it going to be huge for an economic dump, mm. right? But not only that, but we're looking at how people are buying properties on the metaverse. They're having their own type of land, their own houses on the metaverse that cost real life money. As exciting as this is, honestly, it feels a little sad, don't you think? Like people are, I don't know, they're more interested in building a life in the metaverse than they are in the real world. I think, I think Omnia, it's mm. an escape, right? I yeah. mean, not all of us live in the city, True. right? You know, a lot of people, they live in the mountains. Mm. They they live, you know, in the, in the in the rural side areas. They live on farms. Yeah. You know, we're not only the ones with city people who see and interact with people every day. You know, right here in the UAE, mashallah, we're a very active community. We in, interact with maybe tens of hundreds of people True. every day. You know, we're stuck in traffic. We always feel like there's people around us. And we don't have that need for social interaction because some people do. we get it all the time. But, you know, people in the metaverse or people who are outside of the city, sometimes, you know, they feel lonely. And the metaverse there is I, to keep you company. I must say, though, you know, with the news about the metaverse getting access to your heart rate, breathing great, um, blood pressure, anything, you name it, even facial expressions. People are, are like, OK, we need to update the Internet rules. But have we taken a moment to think about how much information your Apple Watch or any wearable gets from you. They get almost the same information and we offer it to them on a plate of gold. We purchase and use these wearables because you know what? They've become so integrated with our lives that not using one just feels like you're 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 missing out on something, don't you think? I mean, yes, per se missing out on something because you'll no longer have the diagnostics of yourself. So but why is it different if Metaverse gets access to that? It's not different, but again, uh, it's the same exact concept, I do believe. But again, you know, these privacy policy makers, they want to they want to jump on the boat before the boat sails off and they want to get everything regulated before it's too late. You know, uh, there's a good saying that George W. Bush, the former president, the U.S. Mm. president said, fool me one time, shame on you. Fool me two times, shame on me. Ladies and gentlemen, we want to know your guys' thoughts. 4215. We are taking a short break, but when we come back, we're talking all about WhatsApp features that will now allow users to set all chats to disappear by default. Pulse 95. Apps all around. What's worth a click and download? This is a feature not catered towards Hannibal. <laughs> Let's just say this. Don't we really. Yeah. You what? Don't really use the app. Oh, oh yeah, sure. So I forgot about that. Hani does not like to use WhatsApp. But mm. regardless, you do enjoy keeping receipts of conversations. And this new feature from WhatsApp does not support this. It is for people, though, who don't like to have kind of proof of their conversations on their devices because WhatsApp has decided to turn on the feature that allows users to set all chats to disappear by default. So you don't even have to go ahead and do that yourself. It'll automatically be deleted after a set period of time if you choose to go ahead and enable the feature. Yes. Now, ladies and gentlemen, we're talking about how WhatsApp is trying to, you know, become the new Snapchat, right? With all these dis disappearing messages and disappearing chats. Now, the Meta-owned med messaging service also said it is giving users more options for how long before a message is deleted. Now, when the feature first launched in November of last year, users only had the option of having messages di disappear after seven days. Now, going forward, however, there will also be the option of deleting them just after 24 hours or up to 90 days. Now, that new functionality was previously reported 
as being in development. And WhatsApp has noted that turning on disappearing messages by default will not affect existing chats. Now, when you start a new one-on-one -on -one chat, a notice will appear saying that disappearing messages feature is turned on. Now, that will be alongside a note that does say it's on by default, so your contacts mm. don't think it's anything personal. I like that. Yeah, and you also <laughs> do have the option of turning the setting off for individual chats. So this is going to be great because that way you're avoiding drama with your loved ones and, cl and close friends. But although the new default setting does not affect group chats, WhatsApp did say that they have added a brand new option whenever you go ahead to create a group because it's going to let you enable the disappearing message feature even on that group chat but it, it's got to be a new group that you're creating so all of your existing group chats won't be impacted the company did say that the new features are now available across all platforms whether you use android whatsapp ios even whatsapp web they all have these brand new features so you can go ahead and kind of start spring cleaning winter cleaning whatever you want to call it um and decluttering before the new year all of your chats yes and ladies and gentlemen uh, you know some people are inclined to using whatsapp every day i don't like using whatsapp <laughs> i feel like i'm being watched oh like a hawk God. you know i would not like you know i'm I just, I've had very you bad experiences with WhatsApp. Oh, I know. You and WhatsApp are just... Yes. If you want to reach out to Hani, just don't reach out on WhatsApp. Don't reach out anywhere, you know? You can email me, right? Instagram is fine, but WhatsApp... Sure. You know, maybe if I turned off the red notifications... Red. The red. Oh, red. Right? Okay, yeah. Or maybe if I have an option not to show that I'm online, that would be amazing. I just don't like people seeing that I'm online when, you know, maybe I'm not supposed to be online. <laughs> Cool. Let us know your guys' thoughts, 4215. We are taking a short break and leaving you with the sport headlines. But when we come back, we're talking all about Amazon's Echo and how they will be localized with Alexa right here in the UAE. Gadget of the day. New tech you might want to play with. Hello, Alexa, what is... I thought Alexa would understand, but then all of a sudden I switched to English. I thought, I was, I thought we were an Arabic radio a news station for... A, what's it called? Radio station for a second. We are an English news station. Arabic, Arabic. Uh, we are an English news station, but we got to speak to Alexa the language that she now understands. Because if I were to go and ask Alexa now, what is the new weekend in charge? And Ali asked her in Arabic. Mm. She may be able to give me the latest news in Arabic, localized by using the right words without even making a mistake without using a literal translation because she can now speak officially in Arabic yes and not any type of Arabic mm -hmm. Omnia Gulf Arabic the yes. Khaliji Arabic Marhaba <laughs> Alexa Shalich and Alhamdulillah Bakhair I don't think she talks like that did she talk like that no yeah I'm, well, I'm interested to see what's her dialect gonna sound like I think they will go for you know it depends on which country you're in but listen to this Omnia mm -hmm. Alexa will soon recite the Quran yep. and be able to set prayer times. So, you know, Adhan al Asr. And, you know, it'll say the timing of, you know, uh, Al Asr prayer. Now, we do know Amazon, which is the world's largest online marketplace, on Tuesday did launch its Echo lineup of smart speakers right here in the UAE. This is fantastic news for everyone who has always wanted a localized virtual assistant. We've always seen them implemented in the US, in the UK. We've seen them 
kind of catch up on the new jokes, the new cliches and dialects and even connotations that we tend to have in these Western countries. But now Alexa is becoming officially localized. Now, the localized version of Alexa is going to be bringing a popular range of home devices to the UAE with full support. So we're talking about being able to know exactly what certain expressions mean right here in the UAE because we are on our way to becoming a world leader in AI right here in the UAE. So looking at it, Alexa is going to have a lot of capabilities when it comes to learning Arabic and teaching Arabic even. even. A lot of people may be wondering, is she just going to use literal translation and is it going to be awkward trying to render words from English to Arabic? But rest assured, she is actually being equipped with Arabic capabilities. So the content that is being fed to her, the words that she's going to be saying, they're not going to be literally translated. They're going to be basically as if Alexa is thinking in the Arabic language. Yes, and again, uh, I think it is a very cool addition that's been actually mm-hmm. long overdue. I mean, True. you know, smart speakers and smart, you know, assistants shouldn't be only categorized to the English language. Us Arabs, <laughs> personal assistant. So I believe that is an amazing, you know, initiative by Amazon and Alexa. And thank you, Jeff Bezos, even though he's not the CEO anymore. <laughs> but he created this little thing we call Amazon. Now, Amazon did release the first Echo all the way back in 2014. But like its competitors, it did not quite take off as expected. And that was owing to a few issues. But most notably, those related to user privacy. So I personally want to see how many Arab households will opt to having an Amazon Alexa in their household, even though I think it would be an amazing addition. You know why, Omnia? Mm. Let's say you have a smart speaker in your living room. Yep. And, you know, alhamdulillah, right here in Sharjah, we have mosques in every corner. True. Right? But let's say, you know, you, you're the mosque is a little bit farther from your house. You hear the adhan, you know, a little bit. It's a little bit not as high as you would expect it to be or you would want it to be because there's a different feeling when you hear the adhan. Yeah. Right? There's a different feeling when you hear the adhan. Alhamdulillah, we can hear the adhan. And, you know, imagine Amazon Alexa saying, time for al-asr prayer in Sharjah. And it says, you know, Allahu Akbar Allah. And it says, it starts saying the adhan, right? And at the same time, Omnia, a lot of people like to sleep and have Quran reciting in the background, right? So now you have that option. You don't have to turn on the TV. You don't have to do anything. You can say, Alexa, can you please recite Surah Al-Baqarah? True. Right? And it's going to be very know, convenient. It's going to be amazing. And I think that is an amazing addition. You know, Alhamdulillah, I mean, right here, I'm very excited to see what Amazon can do regarding, you know, the Arabic dialect as well. Yes, that's going to be a big thing. Um, one of the best features about also Alexa being able to set up or let you know about prayer timings is she can now wake you up for Fajr prayers. She, You can just tell her, Alexa, wake me up when it's time for Fajr and she'll be able to set that timer and know exactly when it is needed to wake you up. She can also now play Arabic music. So she'll be able to kind of get to know all the Khaliji songs, all the songs that are... Um, all right, Omnia, I'm going to give you Arabic? a, a quick one. <laughs> galaba, Galaba, Wayne, oh Wayne. Wayne. <laughs> you know that one? Oh, I know that one. Who, Who doesn't, doesn't know? know that one, right? Who doesn't know? There, there's also an iconic song, if you remember. Hala Bil Khamis. Hala Bil Khamis. Now it's Hala Bil Jum'ah. Basically. Right? And, uh, she'll also be able to answer questions, though. So if you ask Alexa, when is uh, Eid Al-Adha? She'll be able to know. All Say the it in local- Arabic, Omnia. 
Alexa, how do you say it? Or how do you say it? Can you do it in a formal way? I'm horrible when it comes to formal yeah. Arabic. Fusha. Do Alexa, it in Fusha. Oh, that's in formal yeah. Arabic. That just goes to show how bad, how bad I am in <laughs> formal Arabic. Or even if you ask her about certain landmarks right here in the UAE. So, Alexa, when was uh, Burj Khalifa built? Alexa, when was Nur, uh, Nur Mosque built? When Aqrab Masjid Li? Yes. Th- was that in Fusha? That was pretty close, oh, I would say. Yeah. Watch out, right. ladies and gentlemen. Watch you know? out, Alexa. <laughs> Watch out, Alexa. I might be taking over your job. Oh my God. We want to know your guys' <laughs> thoughts. 4215. Would you love this addition in your household or not? We are taking a short break, but when we come back, we're talking all about the gram. Pulse 95. Apps all around. What's worth a click and download? Honey, I think you should take a break. What do you mean? Take a break. Take a break from the too much coffee. Take right. a break. I'm, take, I'm taking a break right now. Omnia, you can continue. Take as a, a break. As a, I'm going to drink some water. From you Instagram. Know, I'm going to get situated while you tell me why I should be taking a break. You should take a break from Instagram. And I think everyone this weekend needs to take a break from social media. Not a long break, but just take a break. I'm taking a break. See? Listen yep. to the... That's the opening of a water bottle. Yes, you got your, you got your water bottle. And I'm going to tell you exactly why you should take a break from Instagram. Because Sharjah is holding a one-of-a-kind festival. Sharjah Festival. That was is... a nice one. I, mean, I give you props to that one. I did not expect, you know, the transition <laughs> oh my God. of topics. But tell me, Omnia, what is happening in Sharjah? This weekend is an extremely exciting one. Not only... <laughs> I'm jumping up right and down right now. Not only are we all celebrating great news when it comes it's to here, the weekend right here in the heart of Sharjah. It was just announced that hopefully we will be getting a three-day weekend. Friday, Saturday, and Sunday was officially announced. Yes. But we're also very excited because this weekend, Sharjah is going to be revealing all the events that we should get excited for. For the year 2022, the Sea Sharjah Festival will be taking place at Al Majaz Amphitheater on the 10th and the 11th of December. It is a fantastic destination for children as well as parents, adults, individuals, you name it. There is an activity for each and every single one of you. There's going to be carnivals, exciting performances, cash prizes, 5,000 cash prizes over the next two days will be taking place and you could be the lucky winner of a 500 dirham voucher. Yes, and ladies and gentlemen, this is the biggest event happening in Sharjah for this year to kickstart the next events happening in 2022. It is being hosted by Sharjah Events. We have a wide range of partnering companies and brands available at the Sharjah Amphitheater and all you have to do is be there or be square. You know what I'm excited for though? What? There's going to be food trucks. Food trucks. I mean, who doesn't love food, Omnia? And, and live cooking shows. And not only that, Omnia, but us, Pulse95, will be live there as well. We will be, you know, broadcasting from the Sharjah Amphitheater. We got Michaela Atiyah and Anna Schofield. And also we got Aisha Mazmi and Omar Duri live there on Friday and Saturday. So if you do want to meet the team, you can head over to the Sharjah Amphitheater. And if you want to meet Omnia Saleh, yes. she will be there Saturday. Yeah, I'll be there Friday, Friday, actually. Yes, I'll be there. She's getting shy, guys. I'll be there as well. And Why are you getting red, Omnia? I'm not getting Let red. Let the listener <laughs> see the voice behind the microphone. I'm not getting red. Um, but people uh, can eat. Everyone I'm can not eat. getting red. 
everyone can come ahead to meet us. Um, more specifically, Omar Duri and Aisha Nazmi tomorrow and Saturday. Anna Schofield and Mikhail Atiyah between the hours 5 to 7 p.m. However, the event is going to be taking place from early in the morning at about 11 a.m. all the way to 10 p.m. We would love to get to meet you. So go ahead and head there and get a chance to win some, some cash prizes. But let's move on to talk a little bit about why Instagram wants you to take a break this weekend and every single day. This is a new feature that they've launched to help encourage young users to stop scrolling on the virtual life that they're living and start living the real life this weekend. That is actually a very weird approach as we do know that Instagram is owned by Meta, which also Mm -hmm. is the creator of the Metaverse that does want you to get addicted to the new Metaverse. Now, Instagram on Tuesday did launch a feature that does urge teenagers to take breaks from the photo sharing platform and did announce other tools aimed at protecting young users from harmful content on the Facebook-owned service. Now, it was previously announced the Take a Break feature does encourage teenagers to stop scrolling if they have been on social media for too long. Now, Instagram head Adam Masir did say in a blog post that it will become available in the US, UK, Ireland, Canada, New Zealand, and Australia from Tuesday and will reach the rest of the world early next year. So, ladies and gentlemen, we want to know your guys' thoughts. 4215, what do you think about taking a break from Instagram. And are you going to go ahead and take a break this weekend? Let us know. Even if it's just one hour a day that you do not open Instagram whatsoever. Start small and hopefully the habit will stick with you long term. We were are we are definitely wishing you a beautiful weekend. Enjoy the beautiful weather. Make sure you head to El Majaz Amphitheater because we would love to see you over there. Yes, indeed, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. We will be seeing you Sunday, same time, same place, only here on Pulse 95. We want to wish you a beautiful and amazing weekend. The weather is amazing. You are amazing. Hope you're as excited as Hani is. Life this is amazing. <laughs> the trick to my excitement, the trick to my enthusiasm, Omnia. Is a quadruple. Is all in a cup. Yep, it's a quadruple espresso. Quadruple espresso shot. A quadruple espresso shot a day keeps the sadness away. We'll see you guys Sunday, same time, same place, only on Pulse. 95.